Toss a coin to your developer as CD Projekt Red confirms that the next title in the Witcher game series is underway and inspires some post-cyberpunk confidence with a move to Unreal Engine 5. And PlayStation acquired another new studio. We're going to tell you who it is and what they're all about. And so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Gaming News Weekly is back with another brand new episode of Video Game News. We're bringing you the biggest things happening in the video game industry every single week because we are the best video game show out there. And, uh, you know, we're here. We're doing it some more. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined, as always, by Full Clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? Oh man, I'm pretty hyped. I mean, this is a good week of like a variety of news. I feel it in my veins. I like it. I definitely, I definitely feel it in my veins. That <laughs> might, it might be the news. It might be something else. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I was. We were just talking beforehand about how exhausted we both were. But like, you know, as soon as we get here, we get to talk about news with you. I got one of my favorite beers. Life's good, oh, yeah. dude. Life What's that say? Ruby is what? good. It's a ruby red Kolsch by Genesee mm. Brewing, dude. It's like a spring uh, beer, and it's if you like grapefruit, it tastes just like grapefruit, and it's like refreshing. Mm. Can't be beat. Nice. It just came out like last week, and I, I went and bought like three twelve packs, so I'm oh, good wow. for like a week. The new beer releases too. Exactly, exactly. We got it all here. All right. Well, what have you been up to? You been playing anything good? I've been doing absolutely nothing since. Uh since Fruit Lab went down the other week, and it's it's sad. I've been meaning to, like, do some videos that I've been putting off for a long time, but I just, yeah, I'm enjoying the break just a little bit. Yeah, me too, dude. Honestly, like, between that and, like, so, um, you know, I had a little bit of a cold last week, so we didn't end up um, recording my other podcast. So, like, dude, I haven't done anything. It's been, it's been a little nice. I do feel a little guilty that I'm not out there creating <laughs> things for the peoples, you know? But, uh... It does feel nice to just chill out and just do stuff. So yeah, well, another week we'll be hitting it hard again. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like I was just telling you, so tomorrow I'm getting my Xbox. So I've got all those Game Pass games that I can play. And Tiny Tina's Wonderland comes out. So yeah, dude, I'm uh I'm gonna have a lot of content going forward. Uh, a lot of video games to play. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about them. Let's talk about the new releases from last week. First up, Rune Factory 5. This came out on March 22nd for the Nintendo Switch. This is like an RPG simulation game. That's what they're calling it. uh, So, Rune Factory 4 came out like 12 years ago. So this is, uh, you know, people have been yeah. really excited for another Rune Factory. It's been out in Japan since since last year, but now it's available uh, everywhere else. Now what it is, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like an old school role playing game a little bit. Um, in that like you gotta like collect monsters and you gotta farm and form relationships with people. Um, you know. Yeah. So the Rune Factory series is like an. Uh, an offshoot of the original Harvest Moon series. 
that's mm. turned into story of seasons. So there's a lot of like the best of that, and then more monsters ex- and dungeons. That explains it. That uh, yeah, I was like, dude, this looks very Harmony in that in the things you have to do. So okay, that explains it. Yeah, um, are you into that? Uh, those things? I played a few. Um, yeah, I, I'd check it out though because it looks like. Harvest Moon, but kind of better, like more to my taste. Um, I did see the more action. Yeah, and if you check out the trailer, the launch trailer on YouTube, people in the comments are one hundred percent hyped. But this is the kind of game where, like, if you know it, you know it, and you're amazed, like amazed by it and hyped. Uh, And if you don't know it, you probably never heard of it. Exactly. That was me coming into. I had. I think I had heard the words Rune Factory placed in that order prior to this, but I had no idea, you know, what it was. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks cool if you're into that. If you're into that thing, uh, another big release that we were looking forward to, Ghostwire Tokyo, came out March 25th for PS5 and PC. This is uh, it's a first-person action adventure, but in it, like you have psychic and paranormal abilities, and you like fight these ghosts. It looks super cool. Looks like a nice combination of action and horror, and you know, it's uh, it, it looks really good like the graphics look fantastic what i'm hearing though the the combat is a little dated a little you know um it's lacking in some depth is what i'm hearing but the like the story and the premise are like really good uh right now it's at a 78 on metacritic so it's getting great reviews but um yeah there's so much coming out this week that i'm i'm gonna hold off on it but it's definitely on my short list um what about you? you you looking at this one yeah, like what we saw in the past was kind of amazing. This is the one we brought up uh, a couple episodes ago because we saw more of it at the state of play. And uh, I'm going to see how many times I can say cyberpunk in one podcast. But this is the one that kind of looks like cyberpunk. But it's, yeah, it's got that like uh, demon haunted world thing to it and magic yeah. and things like that. Yeah, one uh, one of the developers said that it's like karate meets magic. And I was like, that's all you had to say. You got me. Um yeah, that one looks great. Another one that looks amazing. Kirby and the Forgotten Land also came out March 25th for the Nintendo Switch. This looks awesome. Now I'm a sucker for a good 3D platformer, and this looks like a fantastic 3D platformer. Uh, and then on top of that, you've got Kirby with one of the coolest, like, you know, move sets in, like, video games that he could suck things in and spit them out, or he could turn into the thing. Dude, it's, it's what, what a great idea to, like, you know, to, to do that. And it's simple and it's fun. There's mouthful mode. That's a new mode. Did you see this thing? No, I didn't see that. So previously, like Kirby can only suck in like, you know, he can only suck small things. Uh, <laughs> now he's sucking big things. This is, oh, this weird. is like he sucks in the car. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he can suck in a car and like take on like the attributes of a car or like a vending machine. It's really, really interesting. Everybody's saying that it's like it adds so much fun to this already fun game. Mm-hmm. So it looks like everything you love about Kirby and more. Yeah. Just every, yeah. Kirby just went more sucking. <laughs> but not the, the game does not suck. It's at an 84 on Metacritic. Very, very uh, good reviews for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So. That one is also going on my list. I will, um, you know, I always got time in my in my gaming schedule for a good 3D platformer. You know, it's kind of like a palate cleanse from like Elden Ring. Oh yeah, <clears throat> which you know, I need a little break from that. It's exhausting, and I'm gonna take a break with that 
with Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, this comes out also March 25th. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox X, and S. Now, this is an action role-playing game. It's set in the Borderlands universe, um, except this is like a fantasy version. It's a tabletop role-playing game that you're playing that Tiny Tina is like telling you, you know, she's the dungeon master, and you get to make your character, and you're playing it. And there's spells and guns and melee weapons. Multiplayer uh, on local uh, with split screen or online. Um, dude, it's got it all. Comedy. Yeah. Stars. It's got like Andy Samberg, style. Wanda Sykes. Style, dude. It's got it all. Yeah. Um, 80 on Metacritic right now. So not the best reviews, but still, that's that's great. I'll take an 80 um, on any game. So I'm excited. You think you'd check this one out? Does it do anything so. for you? Yeah. Since uh, we saw the, the announcement for this, it's it seemed kind of exciting. I'm not the hugest, like, uh, Borderlands fan, but I have a little bit of yeah. experience with it. I do like that style. Looks cool, and I've seen this sort of compared to. Uh, it's called like it should have been a Borderlands uh, add-on or something like that, but turned into a full game. And yeah. but like 100% worth playing as it is. Yeah, they're saying it's better than Borderlands Three, which has was known to be like the worst of the bunch. Absolutely, but now I mean, for me, it's I love the Borderlands. Gameplay hook, the loot, shoot uh, thing. You know, you just keep going, finding new, better stuff, and going and whooping more butt. Um, but now it has that fantasy element that, like, I'm I'm a huge fan of, like, Dungeons & Dragons and fantasy-type games and, and tabletop role-playing games. So this, like, really, like, just, it, 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 it checks all the boxes for me. So I'm very excited, uh, especially because it it's up to four-player um, uh, co-op. And me and three of my friends, like, who are, have done a role-playing game, like a tabletop Dungeons & Dragons game, the four of us are going to play it. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited to get the four of us together and, and get going on that. So, um, next week, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a full rundown of my time with uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. All right, that's it, dude. Big week for new releases there were a couple other dlcs and like i think what warzone or something had a new season um but you know lots of lots of stuff happened in the video game world um so yeah let's talk about all the major news from last week all right first up cd project red confirmed it has begun development on the next game in the Witcher series. You excited? Absolutely. You probably just oh, yeah. finished Witcher 3. Or I not? haven't played through it. It's one of those oh. games where it's like so massive. Yeah. I get distracted I think anybody, playing like Gwent. Yeah, nobody's ever finished it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, this is exciting. Because the big news is they're moving to Unreal Engine 5. So this is, you know, this is where... The magic is going to happen going forward. Like we've seen some of the the footage from the new engine, right? Like they, they've they've showed up not from this game, but like uh, from some of the Unreal stuff. Engine Five. I believe yeah. so. If I mean, I'm not sure if it's four or five, but like Fortnite is built in one of those. I thought yeah, that I heard like, that they moved over. Okay, yeah, because I know, like, I'm not super familiar with the engines, but like I remember seeing one and being like, "Damn, dude, this is going to make games dope." 
Um, what was the one that they did the new Matrix experience on? What was that? I, I think that, was, that some, was it. Was that it? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because I remember thinking, like, dude, gaming is going to be ridiculous. So, yeah, so The Witcher is doing it. And it's also marking the start of a new strategic partnership with Epic Games. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit more and what that means. Um, so they said, in a quote, it covers not only licensing regarding the Epic Games partnership, it covers not only licensing, but technical development of Unreal Engine 5 as well as potential future versions of Unreal Engine. Um, we'll closely collaborate with Epic Games developers with the primary goal being to help tailor the engine for open world experiences. Uh, at this point, no further details regarding the game, such as development time frame or release date, are available. Uh, Red Engine, the technology which powers Cyberpunk 2077, is still being used for the development of the upcoming uh, Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. So they're not shifting over there just yet. So um, it looks like Witcher is going to be the, the first one using that engine. So pretty cool. Now, they also did say that a partnership with Epic Games does not mean anything as far as store exclusivity. So it'll still be available on all the, uh, you know, all the stores where you could get the game. So um, pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. Epic is a, a, a powerful friend to have in the video game world. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, with them two teaming up, making open world games with this engine and future engines, like, man, that's a good thing for gaming right there. I'm you know. very happy that they confirmed that it's not going to be like a store exclusive deal because the cynic un in me, that's the first thing I thought about when they s they were talking about this close uh, working yeah. relationship with Epic. And that's we need less of that right now. Uh, yeah. Call of Duty Vanguard launched like that only in the Battle.net launcher. Yeah. And it's just, it's added annoyance that you don't need to put your fans through. Yeah. Yeah, and you're not the only one that thought of that because it was immediately asked and answered. So... Uh, it was good of them to come right out and just say that no, that's not that's not what they're planning. So, very cool. Um, I mean, sure, this is still many many years away. This game, but um, and we kind of knew they were working on it. They have said that they are a, a multi development um, studio now, so they're working on a few projects at once. So it was kind of assumed that the the new Witcher is where it's at. And you know, we got to talk about um, something that it goes hand in hand with. Not only this studio, but other video game studios, uh, Crunch. And now, what that is, it's that uh, that's the studios working, you know, overtime, like ton, like hundred hours a week to try to push out these games. And now, the new game director, Jason Slama. Now, he was a um, he was a programmer on Witcher Three and the game director on the the new Gwent, the Witcher card game. He's taking over as the new game director on um, the new Witcher series. And he had already, he came out and said right away, I am super thrilled to announce that I have humbly been working to ensure the, su the success of the next big AAA, The Witcher game, as its game director. Uh, think you could join the team? We have tons of roles open with the possibility of remote work we could discuss. And then he went on to say that, um, you know, there would be no crunch on his watch. Uh, and he replying to a, a comment that a, a Twitter user left. So very cool to hear. No, um, you know, Especially after, you know, Cyberpunk 2077, they crunched, they delayed, did everything they could, and still released a broken game. So, you know, hopefully this needs to go, going forward, it doesn't need to be set. You know, yeah, what other, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not familiar, I'm not in a, in a company or a business um, 
that requires this, but like it just it just doesn't seem healthy for for people yeah. working on the game or or anybody. Family It's never good. Like no matter yeah. what kind of industry, you try to mm-hmm. push out a toy right before Christmas, you end up half of them being recalled. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it it just doesn't work for anybody. The people that have to make it, the people that are buying it. So, um it's good that it's been addressed, but yeah, hopefully going forward, we don't even need to mention it. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. PlayStation has acquired a brand new studio, Haven Entertainment Studios. Now, you've probably never heard of Haven Entertainment Studios. I did not hear of Haven Entertainment Studios prior to this as well. Um, But they are a Canadian studio created by Jade Raymond, uh, one of the creators behind Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. So, you know, a great reputation in the business. Now, one of the reasons you've never heard of them is that they don't have any games out. They're working on their debut game right now, and uh, it's still years, years off. So, I mean, you're probably wondering, like, why, you know, why did PlayStation buy this studio who's just, um, you know, building a game right now? Uh, and and what people are, they what people suspect is that they will have this studio as one of their live service, like, studios. Uh, supposedly, that's the type of game they're working on right now. And they've talked about it before, PlayStation has, that this is the year that they're planning on, not this year, but this right now they're creating all these games as service, live service games. Uh, and I think they had, like, what do they say? Like, they want to have 10 out in the next few years. Yeah. Something so crazy like that. Yeah. So I think this is the start of, of that. You know, they're going to start getting these studios, focus on these um, live service games. And, you know, go from there. I, I have faith, like, just knowing that the student helped make Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs, which are both, I mean, awesome games. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I hadn't I really, I was trying to find anything that I could about Haven. I couldn't really even find an official Wikipedia entry for them. So, really? Uh, yeah, you got to create they, one. <laughs> I guess so. They sprung up in, in 2021, so they are relatively new. Very but new. The part that got me, they said that they are looking to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. And what I sort of have as a theory here is that uh, pair the PlayStation VR with that mentality, and we're probably going to start hearing more about like the metaverse from PlayStation, just like we are Oculus and yep. Microsoft. Yeah. Did you have a PlayStation when they had PlayStation Home? It was during the PS3 era? No, I didn't. So... Yeah, it was basically, they had that. It was a virtual space that you could go hang out with your friends and stuff like that. Um, kind of looked like a, you know, like a Sims type situation. And uh, yeah, people always keep want, bring back home, put put it in VR. I think that's a great oh, yeah. idea. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's a, um, a lot of cool uh, ideas happening. Now Haven, they did put out a quote on what they're specifically working on. Uh, it says, our first new IP for PlayStation is on track to deliver a AAA multiplayer experience with a vision to build a systemic and evolving world focused on freedom, thrill, and playfulness that will keep players entertained and engaged for years. So, Haven, they sure hit all the buzzwords. That's key. That's Studio 101. <laughs> you got to hit the buzzwords. I think this is going to be our new thing, dude. We, like, they just were like, let's make a studio. We'll pretend we're doing something awesome. 
PlayStation will buy us mm-hmm. and we'll be millionaires. Exactly. So, Just hit all the buzzwords. Uh, yes. Blockchain. Uh, NFT. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that's a touchy one. No oh, one's. Uh, true. Uh, it could go either way. Speaking though, I did just see that Bill Murray is creating his own NFTs. Did you see this? No, I didn't. <laughs> this might get me to look into NFTs if I could get an official Bill Murray NFT. Oof, that's what we're talking. Maybe for my birthday. Put it on my list. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of Bill Murray, I mean not technically. That's a weird. Uh, it's a terrible, terrible transition, but. Let's talk about it. A new Ghostbusters game was announced. Who are you going to call? Gaming News Weekly. And we'll tell you all about it. Um, so, yeah, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. It's a 4v1 asymmetrical game where you play as either Ghostbusters or you play as a ghost and you got to get the other person. It sounds awesome. It's made by um, Ilphonic, but they, they're the studio behind Friday the 13th and Predator Hunting Grounds. And it's, you know, it's it's like a Dead by Daylight type thing, except yeah. now you got a proton pack and a ghost trap and a meter thing that doesn't, goes like, you know, it does the things. I'm excited. Are you a Ghostbusters oh, yeah. fan? I know of it. You know, I've seen it, but. What? Not like, I don't wear like the shirt or anything. Oh. Like, but you're like, I know of it. Like, you've seen all of the Ghostbusters movies, right? We're not talking about the ladies one. We don't mention that one. I've seen probably like four out of five or however many there are. Okay. Did you, did you see there's a new one? Like with kids? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that one? Yeah. Okay. That one was good, right? It was a fun yeah, little so. Uh, take. So what I like about that one and what I like about this game is that Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson were both featured in the movie. Uh, oops, sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, but are now, they're going to be in the game. Like, uh, I'm super excited for this. It's going to be, it's going to be a real cool um, here, I'll, I'll read a little bit about it. Um, let's see. Yeah, so the ghosts, they can possess objects, summon minions, even slime the people trying to catch them. So, like, normally I always play with my friends and, I, like, we're always, like, the team. But, dude, I'm, I'm excited to try to play as, as the ghost. You get to, um, oh, here, I'll keep reading. Uh, so, in the Ghostbusters Firehouse, you'll be able to customize your ghost or your Ghostbuster, upgrade their abilities and equipment, and practice firing the particle thrower. So, um, dude, that sounds it sounds so fun. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. I want to customize my ghost to just look like a big poop or something. Oh, there's there's so much potential behind it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, can you play as, uh, more than just the ghost, can you play as, like, Zool or the Keymaster yes, and the Gatekeeper dude, dogs? If, oh, I guarantee, dude. Like, same with, like, Dead by Daylight, how they had... You could buy the packs, and it would introduce like Hellraiser or like the uh, Ghostface from oh, yeah. Scream or whatever. So like, um, I could totally see them doing that in this. You get the Ghostbusters two pack. You get Slimer. Oh, you yeah. know, be, be the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Oh, that would be OP. He would be OP. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be awesome. So I'm very excited for this. One of the best things about it is that it's supposedly coming this year. Uh, later 2022, it's going to have cross-platform, and it's coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox S, and X. So, super excited. I, I'm, I'm really... That came, that announcement came out of nowhere, and uh, yeah, I was very, very thrilled. All right. Let's talk about football. Are you ready for some football? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. Yep. Um, 
in real football, real American football. <laughs> uh, so the NFL announced a VR football game coming to PlayStation VR and Meta Quest. So now there's some football games that are out there. There's like a Patrick Mahomes game and like something else where like, oh, you're throwing a football or whatever. This one is supposedly, it's going to be different. It's going to be very different. And one of the reasons that it's going to be different is that uh, it's being made in partnership with Status Pro. Now, this is a company that they use virtual and augmented reality products. Um, the, the NFL teams use these products in um, their practice and that sort of stuff. So, like, they're taking the real-world tools that they use in the NFL and making a game with them. So, like, I'm, I'm really excited to see what this is going to be. This is going to be more of a, like, uh, you know, like a, a football simulator type thing. Uh, I don't know how they'll do movement and that sort of thing, because uh, that always just makes me just have to throw up immediately when I have to move around a lot. But um, they're they're saying it's going to be a realistic experience uh, that makes players feel like a professional NFL player. So, I mean, I, I, who knows what that means? But it sounds should cool. be really cool. Yeah, I'm it thinking should, about like how cool. how they're going to apply the technology and how cool it's going to be if you're like a forward defense or something and. Uh, it's time to snap the ball, and you just like in, in in your VR headset, you are smashing into a guy, but also like all your stuff is rumbling with the vibration and stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be killer. Yeah. I thought you were just gonna say that. Instead, you just dive forward into your television or whatever. <laughs> that might happen. That's, it's that's gonna sure happen to happen. a lot. It's gonna happen a lot. Oh, yeah. um, Thro- tossing the controller across the room. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. Um, so here's some some quotes I wanted to talk about. So Troy Jones, the co-founder and CEO of Status Pro, said, uh, by partnering with the NFL, we will offer a new form of engagement between athletes and fans unlike anything in the marketplace. NFL football fans and gamers alike will be able to connect with the world of sports through authentic, immersive gaming products that democratize the experience of the professional athlete. Um, and then Status Pro's other co-founder and president, Andrew Hawk Hawkins, you got to take everything he says seriously. His name's Hawk. Um, we keep the athlete first in everything we do. And as former football players, it means even more to be able to recreate what it actually feels like to step out onto the field. Through our proprietary proprietary technology at Status Pro, we can deliver an immersive experience that helps NFL fans transform into pro athletes. So, I mean, huge plans, huge goals, very lofty aspirations. We'll see you know what happens these ps not even psvr games but like all these vr games like you know they have these big ideas and then like it comes out and it's like a you know like a polygonal like playstation character like it's it's rough but um yeah it's uh no other information no dates or gameplay or anything like that this is just uh something that was announced so um yeah we'll see what comes of it yeah, if they can get it right, it'll be really cool. But you're you're right. We better just stand by. Wait till we see some screenshots. Yeah, don't get your hopes up too high for this. But um, the idea is a good one. All right, some sad news. Suicide Squad has officially been delayed. I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen, especially when we got when they confirmed that Gotham Knights was actually coming this fall so which is a good thing gotham knights comes in october by the time i'm done playing that hopefully suicide squad game will be coming out um but 
yeah, it, it's kind of a bummer. So uh, Sefton Hill, uh, the guy behind uh, the game, in a tweet said, we've made the difficult decision to delay Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League to spring 2023. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. So I mean, we've talked about it here a bunch of times. I don't care how long it takes. Just make a good game. You know, I'm not buying yeah. broken games anymore. I'm over that shit. So yeah, nobody wants to be the next Cyberpunk 2077. No, dude, absolutely not. Even now, like in a post Cyberpunk 2077 world, um, people are so critical of like these games that are coming out like slightly unfinished now. You know, whereas it used to be the norm before. Now I think people are just sick of it. So yeah, take the time. Make a working, great game. And, uh, yeah, don't mess it up. That's all I say. Just don't mess it up. Especially, this game looks it looks so much fun. Don't mess it up, guys. All right. Last up, Steam on Chromebook? That's what I have written down. What? Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's a true story. It's uh, officially uh, official. If you're if you're still one of those people that's rocking a Chromebook and wants to play video games, you may be able to do so with um, you know. There's some specifications that are necessary in order to do this. I don't have the. Do you have the information in front of you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just so know it's, it's like actually, high end Chromebooks. Yeah, you're gonna have to have some high end uh, components. It is not for the i3 processors. It is only for i5 and i7. And you need 8 gigabytes of RAM, Intel Iris Xe graphics. And they have a list. Uh, we can shoot through those real quick. The Acer 514 and 15, the Acer Spin 713, the Asus Flip CX5, Asus CX9, HP Pro C640 G2, and the Lenovo IdeaPad 5i. Um, if you have those, you should be good. But you got to keep in mind that this is in an alpha stage, so results may vary. Yes, so uh, it's really cool that that Chromebooks are not just for Facebook anymore. I guess that's yeah. you know that's all I've ever been able to do. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so, um, there's instructions on how to do it at Chromium.org. It's the full install instructions there. They also have a list of the games. Um, some of them, uh, Dota Two, Witcher Three, Hades. Um, so yeah, not all the games, but again, oh, yeah. like you said, alpha version. Some good ones, definitely yeah. good ones. Oh, uh, absolutely. I, I just add I Stardew to, yeah. Valley, Terraria, and Skyrim mm-hmm. Special Edition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I had only used a Chromebook up until last year. So um, I got my first computer that was uh, in, in August of this past year. My wife got it for me for my birthday because I'm a special boy. But, um, yeah, dude, you could, when I, like, there you couldn't do anything on the Chromebook when yeah. I had it. It was well, just let, like, let me ask you this because this is relevant to, to this whole thing. When you got the Chromebook, did you know what you were getting or did you sort of expect it to be like a Windows laptop? No, I knew exactly what I was getting. Like okay. I didn't use I didn't play games or I really I didn't um need it for work really. Like I needed like a um kind of like something to type on, like a, a word processor and an internet tool at, when I got yeah. it. And it lasted, dude. I, this thing lasted a long time. So, you know, I got my yeah. money's worth out of it. But now, that's, like... 
that, that's like the ideal use for the Chromebook. And unfortunately, yeah. the thing a lot of people don't realize is they're not much good beyond that. Yep. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I used it for, I don't know. I kept trying to use it maybe like for Torrent or something like that, that too, you know, is, uh, oh, yeah. um, I don't know. There wasn't much I could do. But now you can play Steam games. Very exciting. All right. That's our news for this week. You got anything you want to add? I think we've hit it all. We did hit it all. It was uh, it was a, a fairly light week of news, but a lot of fun and interesting stuff. So I was glad we got to talk about it. Um, all right. But, yeah, thank you so much for checking out our show. Uh, you could watch the program on Fruit Lab when uh, that comes back next week, hopefully. Um, in the meantime, check it out on Pop Culture Playground. That is the YouTube channel. Uh, you also find a bunch of other, uh, another podcast for me, some other movie stuff. Uh, you can check out Full Clip on Twitch, uh, Full Clip underscore FL. And um, yeah, if you want to just listen to the show, check out uh, anywhere that podcasts are available. You can find us talking about games. All right, that's it. We got to get out of here. I got to go to bed. You got to go get some more coffee. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for, for hanging out with us this past half hour. We will see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly. Later.